Welcome back to We Are Live, live from Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information on what we do here. Join me live in studio, the great T.K. Kelly. He writes for Tosh.0, he's a stand-up comedian, and he does movie night podcast on all things comedy. So you guys need to check that out. Give us a quick uh, elevator pitch on uh, on movie night, man. Movie night is the most basic movie podcast you could imagine. I, it's I mean, good it's, though. I've listened. Hey, I, listen, we love doing it. We've been doing it for like four years. It's me and Dwayne Perkins. Who, if you if you guys don't know Dwayne Perkins, look him up. He's Headlining been, comic. He's been doing stand up forever. He's amazing. One of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, and uh, one day I was just like, hey, you like movies, right? And that was it. <laughs> you know, it was just like, let's just do, we wanted to do a podcast, and uh, interview podcasts have, have been perfected by people who've been at it much longer than I have. So we were like, let's do something where we bring in a comic, we talk to them for a few minutes about their career and what they're up to, but it's really just about, let's talk about a movie. We try to do mostly movies that people are familiar with and would love we do some obscure ones we do some huge ones like we recently did avengers it was like we're you have to do that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh but it's great we just we just kind of joke about it we shoot the shit and then we play some games we like you know we come up with funny things to do like make a drinking game out of this movie or if this movie were to win an oscar what would that oscar be <laughs> uh and and you know you get comics on you it, it, it's super fun it's uh, great in the name of uh tk and movie night we've got a fair foul topic and the topic is a summer blockbuster movie, but it's got to be St. Louis themed. A St. Louis themed summer blockbuster. And we want to get some good submissions in. Uh, TK, I, and uh, Mr. Gardner will pick the best one. Wall at WeAreLiveRadio.com. 25 bucks. The Anthony knows is your prize. And did you guys Which do, is like gold here, by the way, do TK. Do face-off? We did. We did face-off yeah, recently. One of that. my favorite movies ever. I don't know how it took face. us. Face. <laughs> yeah, it it's, took it's us, a favorite on this show. It yeah. took us like 250 episodes to get to it somehow. But we, that's the, the fun <laughs> thing is we get a lot of our listeners send us suggestions. And we're like, oh, yeah, how have we not done Face Off yet? I love that movie. It's ridiculous. Who was and, your guest for that one? Uh, who was our guest for Face Off? You have to forgive me, whoever oh, it okay. was. Because uh, we, we just stockpiled a bunch since I was leaving town. <laughs> uh, face Off. Who did Face Off? I believe it was Nick Aragon. Okay. Uh, very funny L.A. comic. Uh, all, all but happy to do that. Nick movie. Aragon. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, who's been some of your? Um, have you had any guests that you were giddy about coming in? Maybe, in, and it could just be that they match up with the movie you picked really well. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it's uh, it's always fun. We loved having, uh, like, just recently for Avengers, we had Dan Saint Germain and Mike Very Lawrence. Very funny guy. Yeah. Uh, super funny dudes. We 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 love both of them. Honestly, right out of the gate, for episode one, the first episode we ever did was RoboCop with Eric Griffin. And, like, <laughs> combining those two things. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, Eric's amazing, hilarious, and RoboCop is, is a great, I, I still argue, a great movie. I <laughs> Gardner, love RoboCop. Gardner, can we get a, a RoboCop sign-off? What, I don't know the RoboCop sign-off. No, as in, You're, do you, do you endorse it? RoboCop? Yeah, oh, oh, so, like, I yeah. completely misunderstood. No, I, yeah, like, good night from <laughs> Robo <the> World. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like RoboCop. I don't think so, I don't think it's as good as Face Off. Oh well, what is? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was so. That was a really fun one. Probably uh, Nick Cage's second best movie. No, I'll I'll say third best movie for Face Off. Okay, what are the top two? Uh, well, Leaving Las Vegas is uh -huh. going to be up there, number two, and of course, uh, uh, oh, actually, I have to push all those down. National Treasure 1 and 2. Okay, okay. Get out of here. <laughs> no mention of Raising me. Arizona. Or, okay. <laughs> National, <laughs> National Treasure. You know how I feel about National Treasure. If I win the lottery, I'm helping finance number three. Have you have you done National Treasure on movie night? We have not. But it would be a Gardner. great. I mean, honestly, let's be real. Any Nick Cage movie is, is like <laughs> right in our wheelhouse. Right. It's great. That's true. Uh, oh. I, I think one of my other favorite episodes was uh, Aisha Tyler did. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh boy! And and <laughs> that was good that was right when it came out, and it was huge, and yeah. and it was just super fun to talk about because if you haven't seen it, it's a real pile of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Aisha Tyler, man, it's been fun watching her career go she's, wild. She's too. amazing. She's yeah. another person that's like I, I, how one person can have that many jobs, I'll never understand. Yeah, she's just in all places at all times. Uh, we have a listener submission for a sign off for RoboCop. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, yes, I mean, that is that is the catchphrase 
of the entire movie. Uh, that's from the Black Sheep. Uh, <laughs> RoboCop, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, guys. Like, there's no denying that. It's a better movie than you think. You know, yeah. you, you look back mm-hmm. at it and you think it's this 80s cheesy action flick, but it's it's great. I love well, it. Well, even Face Off's in the 90s. Yes, because, to because it is like, it, it's a movie that understands exactly what it is. Yeah. They're not, they don't take themselves too seriously. It's an insanely ridiculous concept. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's right. just lean into it. Let's get Nick Cage to play it off the wall, like uh-huh. completely full Nick Cage. It's the best. So since we're talking about your podcast, and you don't have to drop names, you should. Uh, any, like we were, we've been talking about this, like Gardner, TK and I were discussing like bad guests, like where you're in, in, especially if they come from the entertainment world where you're like, you're here to promote something. Can you give me something? Have you had any folks that you would like to throw under the bus that uh, maybe we'd be surprised they weren't so good? Maybe it was uh, oh, a big name. I mean, I don't know. What do you got? I mean, I'm not gonna. I won't. I won't give you. Names. You won't name names. I, I okay. won't be. I won't do anyone that dirty. But right. there is. This, let me just say, if you've come on my podcast and when I start the podcast with the question, so like, how are you? What's been going on in your life? And your answer is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm talking about you. Right. <laughs> like, just say something. Promote some shows yeah. coming up. I, and I get it. As as a, a comic, sometimes things are up and down, you know. But yeah. like, pretend things are going well. It'll be better. <laughs> Tell me about your It'll Twitter be account. It'll better for your career care. if you act like it's going well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's so true. Gardner, what's the word? Can you think? You, Gardner's been a part of 740 big time radio stations. Yeah, Can no. you think of like problematic guests that you've had? I do remember a couple sports writers hi- hanging up on people you worked with or anything like that. I'm trying to think of somebody you've dealt with that sticks out. For the most part, 98, 99% of guests are doing as good or better than you ever would have thought I they think would do. Part of the, know, yeah. People come to Part come of the home. difficulty is like when you get some like tours type, like radio tours, and they treat because, you like a cattle call, and you mm-hmm. don't like being treated because like a cattle call. Because normally you're going to find a guest that you're comfortable talking with, and, and because no matter if that's a big name or not, it's going to create content that you guys are comfortable with, you know, the conversational flow and all that kind of stuff. When it's maybe someone you don't know or it's something weird, it can get just awkward. You yeah. try what, what ends up happening is you talk through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, well, you yeah, try, you have to. Your mind is just going, okay, it's it's not even staying in the conversation. Your mind as a host starts going to, okay, what time is it? Okay, how do I get, Just I got to hit a few more minutes. Yeah. yeah, we're going to get there. What can I say that can keep this at least just going yeah. and, and not and, stop? And, and, that's one of the biggest things for me about having uh, Dwayne as a co-host is he's great and him, him and I have a, a, a solid dynamic. So when we're both, you know, you feel it when it's happening. And it's yeah. like, all right, this person's maybe not going to give us quite I, as much as we want. You pick up the slack. Travis, I, Travis will throw me under the bus and just start looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, yeah. Travis will start asking two nervous questions, and then he'll say, well, you know, we don't, we don't want to keep you long. I'm going to keep you long. <laughs> we're four <laughs> minutes in. Well, that's we're not, four minutes in. It's not a bad move at it's, that point, though, necessarily. I mean, right. it's like, all right, we might have to call an audible here. But yeah. I can think of – because I've heard uh, – this guy do it a number of times, so I feel I could mention it. Uh, Ronnie Lott would come on, Paul like, Famer. yeah, yes. around great Super safety, B- bad guest, yeah, <laughs> around Super Bowl time, and like, but he, it would be like his, he had like a paid sponsorship just with avocados, yes, with avocados <laughs> of all things, because you're doing like guacamole dips and stuff for your Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and so you'd ask him a question, like, oh, what was it, this moment like in your career? He's like. Well, it's a lot like uh, when you take an <laughs> avocado and you, and you answer all these questions with avocado and you're like, just he, keeps coming back we, to good fats. It's like, Ronnie, yeah. we get it. We're what are we supposed to do here? And I've heard him do that on more than one that's, occasion. That's on, hilarious. And I'm like, what? what? What are we doing? In the history of radio, anything else, the greatest thing I've ever heard or seen, Dan Patrick, Matt Harvey, Matt Harvey it was like comes that. on. Yeah. It was the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Do you remember this? I don't. He comes on and he had some form of a sponsored thing, and he was not coached properly uh, to, on how to do this. He straight up, and it was whenever he got hurt, or it was the nightclub thing. Yeah, or something. He, was, he was already in a salty Not mood. in a great place. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those things. Um, but he he goes on Dan Patrick, and they're like, he does his plug, and then Dan's like, okay, so you know, let's let's get to this, and he was like. Uh, I'm here to talk about uh, men's uh, Under Armour spray or whatever the hell it was. And Dan Patrick's like, that's not how this 
This isn't, we didn't have you on for this. That's not how this worked. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, he gave pushback. And Dan goes, you know what? Do your plug. Do your plug. Go ahead. Does his plug. He's like, thanks. It ends the call. I think they made amends. But I think Harvey called back the next day the or next something. The next day like that. and did that. That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, to see That's someone great. at the pinnacle of their profession still dealing with a kind of a blockheaded athlete. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that's like for us we mostly we have 90% comics on so right. it's really it's mostly fine. Mo- the the, the fun thing that happens sometimes uh, and I will call out this guest cuz he was a great guest but when we really disagree on a movie uh, that's always interesting. Does because, it get serious? Uh, no, but like it, it starts. So we had uh, Big Jay Hollingsworth. I don't know if you know him. Super funny comic out of Boston. He's out in L.A. now. Uh, we had him on There's recently. There's more than one Big J. Yeah, lots of Big J's. Okay. Of, of the Big J's. He okay. Is, he yeah. is uh, he's arguably not, the biggest. He's, yeah. He's a very Big J. He's not Okerson? No. Okerson? Not that big. No, not that big. Yeah, just a big, big J guy. Hollingsworth. He's he's, he's a, a large dude. man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, great guy, super funny. And we did the movie uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I've never seen that. I hate it. <laughs> Maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. But Jay just saw it very differently than me and Dwayne. And he, the whole time he was like, you know, I kind of feel like I'm dumb now because <laughs> I really like this movie. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I'm not going to say you are. Maybe I'm dumb. One of us is dumb though right so someone here doesn't get it that's where like that's kind of where i stand with like wedding singer where it's like i'm so cautious to admit that it's probably like that's a really good movie but that i also don't want to say that i really enjoyed the wedding singer yeah. and i don't care if it's on tbs every saturday it's a nice little film and it's <laughs> it's arguably that's in his gui- top three that's yeah. your guilty pleasure oh yeah and it's it's solid it is what it is it's uh when Harry met Sally, Sandler yeah. style, yeah. right? And, and, uh, and I could, and I'm fine enough saying, "Hey, you know what? Sweet Home Alabama's on. Right. I might watch it." <laughs> okay, <laughs> cut it. Okay. Uh, you, I don't think TK has the power, but cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, though, but that's what happens, though. You get those differences of opinion. I mean, we also, in the last two months or so, we watched a lot of the Oscar movies for this year because it was Oscar season. Yeah, and we kind of really. Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of The Favorite, which a lot of people loved. I loved uh, that director's other movies more. Um, and then we, so we kind of crapped on that. We kind of crapped on Green Book. And then uh, maybe two weeks ago, we were like talking about how criminally underrated Weekend at Bernie's was. So I was like, if, if you want to, if you want to get an idea of where we're at, right? Like right. we're the every man's movie podcast. Right? We're, we're like, listen, this is brilliant. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Green Green Book. Best picture winner? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, Travis would be very, our co-host would be very oh, yeah. happy with your assessment of that. He, uh, <laughs> woo, he was not having that whatsoever. I'm trying to think, I always qualify that anytime like I have a problem with people playing Magic the Gathering or spending too much of their uh, time on Marvel things, which I do, I like the Marvel movies, but getting too hyped up about it, I go, uh, my disclaimer is always, I do watch a show about the dead coming to life and uh, people's struggles over 10 years. So yeah. please just pump the brakes when and you I am, get mad at what I say because I, I'm speaking from a, a point of view. That I will watch Ancient Aliens or Ghost Adventure Correct. as well. <laughs> yeah. like I will watch those shows. Yeah. Oh, my God. 10 years. Congratulations, Ancient Aliens. <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they to blame for all these recent UFO sighting stories? No. no. Okay. No, we're just seeing more of them? Yeah, I don't Are the Anunnaki making uh, their final push? Right in front of when, us. When I was hoping been? we'd get to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. TK is like, let's talk about that. Right in front stuff. of us, and no one is blinking an eye. No. Oh, New York Times, there's another story on UFOs, Navy fighter pilots doing it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we got... It is really we got to worry about other stuff. If these are legit like stories, because we don't even... I don't even stop. I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to see who Trump pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's how it happens. We're, distra- we're distracted. Uh huh. Lizard people oh, are coming through the floors, <laughs> and it's time. <laughs> they're starting oh, to show up. They yeah. see our demise happening, and they're yeah. like, "Well, let's see what we can mine this planet for before it's all gone." <laughs> they're they're well, gonna they be they're all. gonna be shocked when they show up and just go, "We're here," and we're like, "Yeah, hold on, we got to deal with some other shit <laughs> first." My Twitter's frozen. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> this was not supposed to be. This is not how I anticipated our entrance coming. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's definitely what's happening. Uh, Okay, so again, check out Movie Night Podcast. You can download it anywhere you get your podcast. Check it out on All Things Comedy's website as well. Uh, as uh, That's how I met TK originally at the uh, All Things Comedy Festival in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, 
I'm going to tell people about Gateway Powder Coating, and then we're going to jump into more his TK's story, what took him from New York in the finance industry to Comedy Central. <laughs> Gateway Powder Coating sponsors our show. If you guys have grills, wheels, anything that needs powder coated, if you can paint it, you can powder coat it. It lasts longer. It looks great. If you're going to have a, a barbecue, TK, I know you can't afford a backyard in Los Angeles. Uh, I have a small patio. Okay, Thank okay. You. If you have a smoker <laughs> out there, you could have sh schlepped that to the Midwest, dropped it off to Gateway Powder Coating because you want it to look nice. You're going to have people over. You have a kid on the way when your uh, in-laws come by and you're smoking the meats with uh, your father-in-law, you don't want to look like a chump, right? Last thing I want to do is look like a chump while smoking meats. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Gateway Powder Coat can help you guys with that. Fast, durable, affordable. Check out gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. So we got to the part where you were an intern at Comedy Central, mm -hmm. at Conan, and then you worked your way through that successfully, I'm guessing. I, I mean, I got through it, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I did. I you felt failed like, up. I felt like I, uh, both went well enough. I, I got right. some good relationships out of that. And because of the Comedy Central one in particular, someone there who knew me uh, gave me a heads up when Tosh was looking and thought I might be a good fit. And I submitted the packet, and that's kind of how I, I got my, my foot in that door. So it's it's almost the, like, they showed you the path. You still had to walk the path, though. Yeah, like, for there's sure. No, there's I no mean, favoritism. It's like, you still have to go and say, I can do this, and here's yeah. how. I mean, Tosh didn't know me at all. Right. It was really just someone involved with the show said, this guy might be a good fit for you guys. You should check him out. Mm -hmm. I had to submit a writing packet. They still had to like it. So it was right. like, it was, it definitely helped. Somebody let me know about that job that I otherwise probably wouldn't have known about before it was already filled. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, yeah, uh, but still, I mean, you still got to get in there and, and kick ass. Yeah. I, 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 I always have a hard time taking credit for anything. So I like to tell that guy, uh, Gary, man, if you're listening, <laughs> he's uh, a streamer, he's, he, he's he, watching live. He, he, was, <laughs> he always, he always gives me shit because I'm like, you're the reason I got it. He's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just told you about the job, <laughs> man. Even just that though, that means so much to people. So when you get hired at Tosh, what does that mean? What is that? Are you, are you low level working your way up? When Is I got it... hired, I was a blogger. Mm -hmm. uh, th so that's how long I've been working there, guys. Blogs <laughs> were still a thing. Uh, I, I, I think it was halfway through season five I got the job there, and they still had a standalone blog where they were putting a lot of uh, videos and uh, maybe funny, like still pictures. So stuff that wasn't right, quite right for the show, but was still kind of in our wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we would post all that stuff and put jokes up and, and had a, a great following. And, and honestly, it was great practice. It was just, it was just straight joke writing. Uh, and then I quickly started to contribute jokes to the show. And after a few years there, got bumped up to staff writer. That's fantastic. Like that is, it's such a grind too to work through that, I assume. Cause I mean, blogger yeah. for comedy central, while as glorious as it sounds, oh, probably you guys, not paying the oh, bills. Oh, it's just fighting the ladies off with a <laughs> stick. Uh, yeah, just no, like I Gardner mean, was... does when he's on his scooter on the way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's low level in entertainment. Before you get to that, like, first real writing job, if, if that's the, the path you're on, uh, yeah, it's you're not getting paid a bunch, you know? Yeah. You start off, I mean, I, I was a PA, a production assistant on several different shows, uh, when I was just looking for work, I would do it here and there. I, I was a PA on Workaholics. Um, it's it's low-level stuff. You're not getting paid much. You're working the hardest out of everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to anyone who has ever PA'd. Our PAs on Tosh are amazing. They put in the most hours of anyone there, and they do all the worst jobs, and they get paid the least. It's a terrible system. <laughs> is there is there a, a clear path that if you're a PA that you're going to advance? Yes. I mean, well, the thing is, if you, it, it, it's kind of a crapshoot because you never know what, what show you get involved with and how long it's going to last. Good That's point. a huge part of yeah. it. But the biggest thing in entertainment, I will say, is show up and work your ass off. Be eager, regardless of what the job is, show them you can be counted on to do whatever needs to be done, uh, you know, within reason. Don't don't let anybody Harvey Weinstein you or anything. Right. But like uh, if, if you show an eagerness and an aptitude, you'll you'll move up for sure. Uh, what about moving to New York, getting a disgusting attitude, and uh, meeting with Sesame Street writers once a week? <laughs> this feels like you're taking a personal shot at someone who's not here right now. Oh, and Travis I won't Terrell be a party has, to it. <laughs> Travis Terrell has joined in the comments, and uh, he must be uh, in between uh, flights 
He says, fart noise. Nice. And, nice. So, welcome like to the show. I like him already. Glad to, <laughs> glad to have you on. Uh, Travis, I'd be nice because uh, there's a way more talented white guy to your uh, black dude. That, I mean, maybe Travis would want to interview you to take over my spot. Yeah. yeah so he needs to play nice <laughs> with you. Uh, that's, that's really interesting, the PA part of things. And it's, it's just like anything. If you're going to be there and you want to advance, like impress people. Right? Yeah. And, 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 and because entertainment is like this, a lot of people want to be involved and the jobs are very hard to come by. So if you can come by even the lowest level job, don't like, don't phone it in because then you won't get the next job. Right. You you just got it. You got to work. People are taking notes. So you've been a staff writer for how long now? Uh, Three seasons now. Three seasons. What does, um, what does a staff writer for touch, which by the way, a friend of mine very callously laughed and said, isn't being a writer for uh, Tosh.0 just YouTube commenting? And then I slapped him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> There's a lot of work that no, goes it, into well, that. Here's the thing. It's, it's a ton of joke writing. Yeah. It's just, I mean, if you've watched the show, the first act is all just rapid fire videos with nonstop jokes. So it's a lot of joke writing. Uh, and then we write our little short sketch pieces. And then we also do our bigger act. Uh, two and three pieces are like, you know, our web redemptions when we bring somebody in and interview them. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it, those are the bigger writing pieces. But mostly it's, it's, it's joke writing. It's just yeah. straight up like pump out as much as you can. It is in regards to jobs after, how long does Tosh.0 stay on the air? Like, I truly don't know. Is this something that just goes for I truly don't know. I tell you, I wish I knew because yeah. I don't. I mean, when I got the job halfway through season five, it was... It had been a big hit for a while already. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, okay, season five is like, that's a good run, especially Comedy Central clip show. Like, they don't tend to last that like, that, that they'll, sh- they'll cancel a show that has good numbers and stuff because yeah. they ain't feeling it. Exactly. Like, so, and, and with, with TV, you just don't ever really know mm-hmm. what goes into the decision making. So to me, I thought it would be a good job for a year or two and hopefully would get me something else after that. Uh, it's gone forever, and I totally get why. It's this refillable, fun, like Comedy Central can just put it on eight episodes in a row in the middle of the day. And it's just, it's an easy watch. It's not something you have to commit a bunch of your sure. attention to right. it's uh and and you know the world never stops giving us idiots it's <laughs> it's just an endless stream of of awesomeness yes well, i mean and I, like don't get me wrong some of the guests we've had are are amazing and super funny and then like we had one guy that got kicked in the balls a bunch and that was his jam like he just went on youtube uh <laughs> Hey, I think he calls himself Nutshot Zach. No, no. And, and just for years, for years. And God bless him. He had been posting these videos and, and clearly trying to get on our show Yeah. Uh, for years, committed to it. We saw his, his weight fluctuate greatly during this time. <laughs> and we were like, finally, like, man, this guy's taken so many nut shots. It is a travesty to not have him on. And we had him on. He was great. He was super fun. Uh, that, man, uh, is there, has there been anybody that you guys have brought in that – basically scared people where you're just like oh yeah maybe we've taken this a little too far i mean the, I, I would say three out of five people we have. <laughs> <laughs> I, look we have some characters on uh, right. we, we have had some people who are perfectly lovely and super funny and then we have some people where we're like oh you are out there Th- this like, is a thing and, but you know it's it's fun to give everyone a platform to kind of some people show in, in, in their time on our show that there's kind of more to them than, than you would think. Right. And then some people are like, Oh no, I get it. He gets kicked in the balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a, this is a thing that we, uh, but yeah, yeah. We've had some very, very odd balls. We had uh, one of my first big act two pieces was this guy who calls himself the breatharian and he claims he only eats air. He doesn't, he survives on Sir, air you're alone. a liar. <laughs> uh, and, and we think that we think it's this ridiculous, goofy thing. Um, we're shooting this super dumb piece where him and Tosh are eating at an air only restaurant. <laughs> and halfway through the interview, he casually drops that he doesn't think the Holocaust happened. And oh. we're like, Oh no, my God. No. Oh. And of oh. course we put it in. We're yeah. like, Oh yeah, we're keeping that. That's we're putting to. that on. We got to show the world. This man is, is, uh, insane. So, 
Wow. So in a sense, that improved the sketch. It did. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely added another layer, but you just never, you, you don't know. Horrific You know, layer. we're basing who we're bringing in on, on these mostly short internet videos, and we have a variety of reasons we get interested in people, but yeah. sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll come out of left field with a like, <laughs> Hitler wasn't that bad of a guy. I think he said that, and I'm like, oh my. <laughs> how... How is it, so you get a guest, right? So how does this work? So say um, Steve in Virginia has just gotten kicked in the head by a mule. Mm -hmm. He survived and the video <laughs> goes viral and he has been picked by you all. So where does the process start from him uploading his video to you guys reaching out and then him ending up in a room with the star of the show, Tosh, and doing whatever he does? How, what's that process? I mean, it, honestly, it, it comes together pretty quickly mm -hmm. uh, because people are eager to. I mean, most of the people, especially at this point, uh, because the show's been on, we're in season 11. So there are f much fewer of like the old web redemption that we used to do where mm -hmm. someone would have something bad happen to them and we'd bring them on and like like the girl who got i don't remember if you remember the girl from auburn who tried to catch a, a wayward kick on the sideline and took it right in the face mm -hmm. oh, uh no. and uh it was like that's the you know traditional internet fail and we'll, we'll yeah. bring you on and redeem you mm -hmm. but now it's mostly we bring on what we call celebrities where they're like they do something. They have a shtick, and we bring them on for that reason. So they're seeking attention for sure. Right. Uh, our producers have to call them. That might be the best like fly on the wall thing at our show is to watch the producers have to call sometimes what are legitimately crazy people <laughs> and talk to them for and like kind of. Did it start with a DM? Hey, we might yeah, be interested. It, it depends. It honestly depends on what they think of that person. It's like it. some, sometimes people can be a little cagey. And also, honestly, yeah. some people aren't super eager to be made fun of. But That's we're true. not viciously taking these people down. We're mostly, we're, we're trying to bring them on the show and make a good piece out of it and have fun. So it's mostly pretty easy to, to convince them. We, we have some people that sometimes we think they're not going to be interested in all. And immediately they're like, yeah, absolutely, I'll do that. Have you ran into it and it just locally a uh, friend of the show and very, very funny improviser and stand-up comic, uh, Libby Higgins, has this video where she appears to be a white trash woman with a mullet outside of a McDonald's saying that she just throat punched a bitch for, uh -huh. for the McRib she didn't receive. Yes. But if you made that phone call, you would go like, oh, sh you're talented. Like, yeah, you're a yeah. normal person. Does that happen where you kind of get... It, I wouldn't it even call it okey-doked, yeah. But. We, I mean, we're usually pretty good at sniffing it out. It's... Yeah. it's when 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 a video seems too perfect, it almost always is like, right. oh, this this is an act. Yeah, but great some, act. But depending on the person, sometimes we'll have them on as as their character. Yeah, uh, I, I this was before my time on the show, but one of the early uh, redemptions that was super popular was Froggy Fresh. He was uh, this this rapper that was just insanely bad. Yeah, and it was character. But it was, man, he was, was committed so in a way that good. you might not have known it. Yeah, that's and, pretty fun. Uh, but we haven't been fooled, really, as far as yeah. I know. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe it, Nutshot Zach was wearing a cup the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't no. think he was. I like to think it was pure. Uh, <laughs> and then do you all, I'm assuming you guys just cover flights for people and, like, get them yeah. out, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We fly them out. We give them a nice little paycheck. They get to stay in the Culver City Doubletree <laughs> for uh, <laughs> one night. <laughs> they get a paycheck though yeah sure that's cool i mean look they're appearing on television they get you, they, yeah. you gotta pay them that's awesome do you have a uh favorite or favorite uh web redemption that you guys have done in your time there in my time there i would probably say oh i mean that's that's really hard to, we've done so many i've honestly mm -hmm. forgotten Just, yeah. mo more of them than anything but uh like recently we did um we did this guy, uh, Ricky Berwick. Uh, he's an internet personality. He has this, this disease called Marfan syndrome, and it's physically a huge impairment, and he just does not give a fuck. Like yeah. he, uh -huh. he, he does his thing. He does this little wacky internet show, and we made kind of a uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse take and gave, gave him his own fake show for Tosh to be on. And it was so fun, and he was so enjoyable. <laughs> That's awesome. And so crazy, and like exactly what we wanted him to be. Like he he, he was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. He was so thrilled to be there. It was really cool. That has to feel really good whenever you do that, where it's like, again, too, like that's why whenever uh, people don't 
really look at the inside of things. Like you would think, like, oh, they're gonna have this guy on and roast him and mm-hmm. make fun of thing, and then it turns out to be this inspirational yeah. kind of moment. Oh, yeah, like, that, that's that actually exciting. that brings to mind another one we did recently with uh, these two uh, people from. They're actually local to us. They're in like North Hollywood. They call themselves the Gay Latina Deaf Drag Queens. I don't remember which order that goes in. <laughs> but for short, they call themselves Deafies in Drag. And they came on and we did like a silly Telemundo type show, but it was all silent. The entire thing was silent with subtitles, sign language. <laughs> and it was super silly, super over the top. But it was definitely the kind of thing where you're like, if you think you know what Tosh.0 is, you wouldn't think we'd do something like that. People, you know, they judge it on the surface, fairly so sometimes. Yeah. But there is more to it. And it was a great segment uh, by, uh, it was was helmed by uh, one of our really funny writer, Samantha Jarvis. She's not on the show anymore, but it was her last big piece before she left, and it was great. It was so great. That's so cool. I love that, and that's the stuff you get to hear. Again, uh, follow TK on Instagram, Twitter, at TK Kelly Comedy, I believe. Yes. For most things. Yeah. Uh, You can do that, and then again, check out the podcast, Movie Night. Uh, That's a lot of fun to listen to on all things comedy. Uh, More about you, sir. Um, stand-up comedy, you've got a little time off. We put together uh, some dates for you to do that. In, in regards to writing, stand-up in the next few years, let's say Tosh call, hangs it up. He's going to do theaters let's from now on. Let's not say that. Okay, five more. Do you want it to go on forever? I don't know. I mean, look, it's a great let's job. Say in this scenario, job. in this scenario, yes. he, everybody sees it coming. He's like, I got three more seasons in me. TK, I'm going to give you a bonus for staying on for you like this, this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not going to happen, years. but okay. What, <laughs> are you pushing super hard to be TK Kelly touring stand-up comic all the time, or do you have to go with this bread and butter and say TK Kelly needs to get on one of these Marvel movies yeah. or, or a, a regular uh, comedic sitcom? Like, what do you want to do? Writing is definitely where my focus has been for the Mm -hmm. most part. And because I've been on Tosh for so long, it's definitely kept me uh, away a little bit from getting out on the road and doing stand up, Mm -hmm. um, which I've been doing more recently in like the last two years or so. Uh, I mean, honestly, in a perfect world, I want to always do both. I I love both so much. I would love to, uh, in the long term, I want to like, I think any writer in Hollywood, you want to create your own show and show or movie preferable. Uh, I love TV because it gives you the opportunity to have some variety. I I mean, features would be amazing. I'm not going to sit here and act like, listen, I don't want to do movies, guys. (laughs) Like, you know, that's amazing. I'm a TV man. But I've just always been such a big fan of especially uh, animated TV that, like, that's just kind of where my heart is, I think. Right. Um, But, yeah, I I would love to just always be doing both. Parlay one into the other. They feed each other. Uh, I love I love stand up. It's so much fun. It's it's such a joy, even when it's not the best. It's right. the best. You know what I mean? It's like still. I'm doing stand up comedy. If 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 I would have told my teenage self that I would be complaining after any stand up show, you wouldn't be. He allowed. would be like, dude, <laughs> shut up. That's You're enough. doing stand-up. Like, you could it, be recruiting great. finance professionals exactly. right now. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I just couldn't see myself doing anything <laughs> else. So uh, it's it's my favorite thing in the world. So, yeah, hopefully continue to do both. I don't know if I'd ever want to be, like, touring stand-up comic who's out on the road all the time. Uh, it's a, if, at, at the sacrifice a of a writing, jo- a yeah, writing yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is also, you know, if, if it's it's cyclical. If, if Tosh ends and my next job isn't right there, then you put more weight in stand-up, and yeah. then you know you kind of just go back and forth. Hopefully, You're, you've got a kid on the way. Is I your do. is your uh, new hour you put together just going to be all dad jokes? Oh my god, I've been be. waiting. <laughs> just been just chomping at the bit to be a dad. <laughs> I've had the body for years. Uh, you know, uh, I was so many comics were like. You don't already have a kid? And I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. I got that attitude. <laughs> I got that feel. I've got a dad aura. Um, where you're like, just dangerous enough, but like, oh, hey, we don't want to take any risks I w- here. I, w- yeah. I would talk, I, would, I mean, I was already talking about like a lot in my, in my act about eventually having kids. So now it's just like, hey, let's do this. Let's it's have a kid. I need the material. <laughs> yeah. 
perfect. Why would you become a dad? For the material. Yeah, yeah mostly. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure to. I'll love her, but, you know. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> Don't, uh, literally. Uh, guys, we've got Farafowl, your topic today. We've got a great prize, so uh, let's get some good submissions. Uh, a St. Louis-themed summer blockbuster movie. All you got to do is write a sentence, a paragraph, make us laugh, and uh, we'll award the winner. Wall at weareliveradio.com is where you email that. Uh, Gardner, we haven't. Uh, I've been having such a fun time talking to TK. Yeah, it's We've, been great. Uh, I agree. I'm very good at this. It's been fine, guys. I, I'm not the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, we've missed some headlines. Let's hit some uh, current events. There was a lot of bear stuff happening this weekend. Yeah, and everyone knows how I feel about Cubs uh, and uh, Bruins. Yeah, Cubs. He's got and ursophobia. Bruins. Uh, Both of them, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Kelly. I mean, everyone should. On some level, be afraid of bears. Uh, they should. I they, agree. They can do some damage. Yeah. Like, it's even classified Build a bear as... headquarters is here, though, so it's taken yeah. the, uh, the the scare <laughs> level down. You know, quite being a afraid bit. of bears is classified as a phobia in some ways, but really it's a defense mechanism because they are apex predators. <laughs> it's just logical, yeah. really. Yeah. Right. Like, you should be afraid of them. It makes a lot of sense. You shouldn't be, oh, look, a bear. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do at the zoo when there's glass between you. <laughs> Take the glass away and have the same reaction, and let's see. Let's oh, see what happens. As it eats your guts out first yeah. and then saves you for two days. Bears, yeah. Do, drags goes, you into a tree and just leaves you yeah, there. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back, back to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i got to go yeah. see. Uh, oh, there's something happening yeah. down by the Try river. that, kids. Uh-huh. Keep telling your kids that, parents. Yeah. But Bruins in town, mm. Cubs in town, I was a little on edge. And then a story comes out, and I don't even know how this story should relate. But the SEC... Southeastern Conference has decided, apparently, to uh, relax their ban on alcoholic beverages at sporting events. That's what the SEC needs. Right? Yeah, more alcohol. Yeah. So this As is, if we weren't doing hmm. a good enough job of sneaking booze into yes. Mizzou games. If there's, if there's oh. one conference that doesn't need it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the See, SEC. Especially with this abortion ban. Like, <laughs> you understand what these kids are going to do? Oh. oh, man. So it's... Uh, they're relaxing that a bit, it seems. As you said, that's probably going to let go, the kids drink. Go well. <laughs> but we're going to have people are back in my day. We snuck it in in our belt buckle. <laughs> that's what I would do. Sure. That's what I would do. Well, you're a pro. Um, so uh, Channel Two here in town, the Two Fox, had a graphic about this story. You know, is Mizzou going to be having alcohol sales? However. Could soon buy a bear at a Mizzou game. Excuse me? A little misspelling there. What's going on? So during Ursa Palooza this weekend with oh the Bruins no. and Cubs in town. Oh, no. A little mishap with the graphic over at the Two Fox. I don't know if this was done on purpose. If I think it was a direct me. assault at you. This is Charlie Marlowe <laughs> playing with uh, Charlie the Marlo, again. Charlie Marlowe, friend of the show, famous for calling Kevin Dimoff of the Los Angeles Rams a professional liar on a Chiron. That was really good. He, he edited it in as he was talking, <laughs> and he got in a little trouble for that. But it yeah, was very I funny. Imagine you would. <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, but, wow. Uh, well, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, not uh, not appreciated. Maybe it's not a typo. Maybe they're yeah. just opening up concessions. They're like, we're going to sell beers. We're going to sell bears. Martin? Charlie, over at the Two Fox, I'm watching you. Guys. <laughs> I know right. how you function. I believe this was done purposefully. Well, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, there was another highlight I wanted to get to boxing. Uh, one of the biggest fights of all time would have been Deontay Wilder, uh, American heavyweight, against mm -hmm. British heavyweight Anthony Joshua, both built like Greek gods. Amazing to watch. Just the <laughs> apex. Speaking of apex, I mean, it was going to be undefeated versus undefeated. Could have been the biggest boxing match of all time, revenue-wise. Everybody could have lined their pockets till the end of time. And uh, one Andy Ruiz steps in against Anthony Joshua. And I don't know if we have any pictures. Uh, that is Anthony Joshua being crushed by a man who uh, took down uh, some snacks beforehand. <laughs> he did not work that hard <laughs> leading up to the, the fight. He took the fight on four weeks' notice. Why not? Yeah. He's like, whatever, I'm big. I'll right. be all right. <laughs> I'm going to get in there. <laughs> I'm going to knock it. Becomes the first ever heavyweight champion of Mexican descent. And if you go back at his Instagram, he is a wild dude. He does not. We was not in two ways. There's two ways to look at this. Oh, this guy's not ready. He's got no media training. His Instagram's full of really weird stuff. And you're like, he's not ready for this. On the other hand, it's 2019. I'm ready for somebody <laughs> like this to have a spotlight on yeah. him. He's, this guy, Andy pure. Ruiz, knocks out Anthony Joshua. Huge upset. But I, he's very skilled as a boxer. 
but I want to blame it on something else. Real, I, I want to get to that. Okay, but I, please. I, I don't want to. Yes. Uh, I want to get this in before we get to that because mm-hmm. what you're getting to is an important point. It certainly is. Um, what's the weird stuff on his Instagram? If you don't <laughs> oh, there's a photo him. of him like four years ago, and it's just him, his big goofy ass in a mirror taking a selfie, and it goes, "Me acting stupid after just taking a huge shit." Ha! Nah. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, oh, is this what oh, we're okay. doing? Yes. Okay. Uh, I saw that at the post fight. Uh, press or news conference, he showed up wearing a Knicks jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so Much he was, love. I yeah. like him, right? I like him. He's there <laughs> and he's ready. No, and he he just looks so happy. And it, it's not only is it a giant upset that also had grave, grave consequences <laughs> for Deontay Wilder's pocketbook and everyone else. Uh, you just have this thing where it's like, it's so much better that it was him and not some quiet, humble, you know, also in shape guy. Ruiz, I hope he's the biggest star in the world. That's yeah. amazing. And two, like, Mexican boxing fans are so passionate. And if they're going to get behind him and make him the next big star, I'm all for it. It's yeah. fun. And uh, more upsets, the better, because boxing's still crooked as ever. So, whatever. And, and you know what? That fight will still happen eventually. It They'll will. still both make there will be a tons of money off of it. We'll all pay yes. for it. And it will we'll all be... pretend we're not disappointed that it wasn't what we wanted it to be, but it'll still happen. You are damn right. I mean, there, It always no... does. God, that's how it works. But So Anthony Joshua, again, the savior of everything. He's just one of the greatest boxers of all time. He's got the look. He's, he's this cool model-esque dude. But he's even he got a model name. He, yeah, Anthony right? Joshua. Anthony Joshua, that's right. He couldn't avoid one thing, though, and it made me, like, what are you thinking, man? Like, there was this dude who held up an Irish flag behind Conor McGregor right before he got tapped in the biggest fight of his life. What, Gardner, do we have photo evidence of what really caused the loss? <laughs> uh, Drake. Drake, uh, <laughs> Drake, you've done it again, you son of a bitch. About to break the curse. It's remarkable. This <laughs> from Anthony Joshua with, posing with Drake in a photo. I don't know if Drake's in his chair from Degrassi, but he's sitting down. Uh, this, this is one million percent why that happened. Did you like that? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, this is one million percent why the upset happened. He said he was breaking the curse. This curse is undefeated. It's bad news, man. I, I love how real it is. It's it makes so me real. So and you know, happy. Th- let this be a lesson. I want to As a real 30. Yankees fan, do you hate jump on Yankees fans? Yeah, sure. I okay, mean, good. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Let this be a lesson to front runners and, uh, and jumping on late to things. Drake does this with every freaking thing possible. He's next thing he's gonna tell us like that "Stairway to Heaven" is his favorite song yeah. of all time. He's like, <laughs> he's always a front runner, man. He, uh, Drake and, is like, it, it, it's remarkable how many of these things he's involved in. And now it's gotten very funny that he's kind of embracing it. Like he was wearing the seventy sixer shorts during that yeah, series. Yeah. It's like, man, this is uh, this is one hundred percent working. I don't understand it. I like to think. It is. It's like something. It's in the. It's in the ether. It's just real now. It certainly is. Gardner, it's just a permanent curse. I want to dock on it. I want a documentary. I want a thirty. Yes, eventually, exactly. Like he is the. He's the the Billy Goat for the Cubs. He's he's Babe Ruth for the Red Sox. What a what a weak modern version of a curse. But (laughs) (laughs) it's it's Drake. That's (laughs) so. So when do we draw the line? Whenever he comes out in support of uh, the Simpsons baseball episode. Like, you get back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, if I'm any team right now, aren't I? No, you get the, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Beat it, man. Yeah, this is not going to work for me. Yeah. I, I wonder if it could work opposite. Like, like if I see, if I see him show up at a Kansas basketball game, I'm uh, I'm asking security to eject him. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. But do, could we find a way to make it opposite? Like, if he did show up to a Mizzou football game, would they go for a national title win since they've never done that? Like, is there a way to no. reverse it? No, no, no. We can't use his powers. No, for nice good. try, though. You okay. have to <laughs> sacrifice Drake at midfield. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. There's only one way to end the curse. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I won't participate in that. Uh, you want to do some fair or foul, sir? Yeah. All right, guys, we asked you about a St. Louis blockbuster movie. Travis isn't in, so I'll let TK say it. In a deep, excited voice, can you say, let's get ready for some fair or foul? Let's get ready for some fair or foul. That was great. That was perfect. Hit it, Gardner. This is a fighting moment. Change has come to America. People often ask me. They don't. What's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say fair or foul is now and forever 
for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for FAIR. We give it back to you, the people. Or FOUL. Traumatic entry. What do you think about guys that voice their own segment voiceover? Uh, I, I respect it. That yeah, was commitment. That was, was uh, it's very, uh, very well done. I Wow. Maybe TK and Travis will have a buddy call. Hey, I'm Comedy just trying to road. weasel into your... Yeah. Spot here. I should yeah, mention this. Maybe you'll be a staff writer on Sesame Street. You made me think about voiceover stuff. I did watch over the weekend. I guess they finally put it out. NBC did. Uh, Bill Hader meeting Keith Morrison. Oh, yeah. And yes. we know Bill Hader does the great Keith Morrison impersonation, the Dateline uh, a reporter. Those two meeting, fantastic. And then also they do a little promo at the end of the video, and Hater just loses it laughing. As oh, they're, that's so good. They're both going back and yeah. forth there for a moment. It's fantastic. Oh, Hater's the best. Do you fancy yourself on the segments that you've made uh, where you do your Keith Morrison uh, in tribute of? Do you fancy that you would do that in front of him? No, maybe I would, Chris. Maybe I would. <laughs> the question uh. after the dot, dot, dots is whatever, he, you know, when he brings it back to you, mm -hmm. that's my favorite part. I'm like, thank you for coming back and asking would. Me if you would really enjoy <laughs> yeah. and, and just the fact that he's involved with the story here locally that's going to be in the news here again in the next couple of months that dateline has been covering for a number of years can you give tk a two two sentence over uh lady uh probably has killed a number of people tried to frame them Pam and, and then uh Actually successfully framed someone at one point. He went to jail to prison for a couple of years, got Whoa, out. How have I not heard about this? And they haven't. But oh, they've done three wild. Dateline episodes on it. I think they've only Suburban done. Suburban St. Louis. Like, yeah. This is, she's in her 60s. Like. She's. It was living in O'Fallon with and the last And this is not one. a Netflix documentary already? Uh, I feel yeah. like Netflix is really pushing the murder on Well, they're that. probably. They're I know probably you want to work waiting. with Travis. Maybe this is something we tackle together. This is probably. They're probably waiting for the conclusion because it was supposed to start going to trial here this month, but there's it's been a so delay, yeah. and I don't know. My, that was going to be my summer. Yeah. I was going to be like, hey, I'm leaving early, guys. I'm going out to St. Charles County. We'll go watch this Pam Hupp stuff. Yeah. Like, that was going to be my summer, and it's gone now, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do now? <sighs> Insane. Uh, guys, we asked you about a St. Louis-themed summer blockbuster. We've got a few uh, submissions we're going to go through real quick here. Winner gets $25 to Antonino's Taverna. Try the toasted wraps there. They're fantastic. Uh, here we go. Fair. I love the idea of taking something from St. Louis and bringing it to Hollywood. Or just the Los Angeles area, actually. That's from Ran Vronke. <laughs> Weird. Sounds awfully close to Stan Kroenke. Uh -huh. Los Angeles Rams. Hmm. Uh, fair. <laughs> Who is that one? Oh, sorry. That was Ran Ronke. Oh, Ran Ronke. That's right. Yeah, that's Ran, exactly Ran right. Ran Ronke. That's right. Okay. Discreet. <laughs> Quite. I like it. <laughs> fair. Speed three. Loop trolley. <laughs> that's a neighborhood, and they decided to build an old school trolley, and it took three years longer than it was supposed to, and it runs into cars still. Nice. Nice. That's how we're, that's how we're operating here. We're going to have this cool vintage thing, and everybody's going to love it. And everybody's wow, this is millions of, what are you now, doing? Now is the time to build trolleys, trolley. for sure. <laughs> if ever there were yeah. a time. Would you, well, call yourself, would you call yourself a trolley man? <laughs> oh, I mean, who isn't? Right, you trolley know? all the way. <laughs> hey, we got the loop trolley. Meanwhile, they're trying to do hyperloops from Kansas City yeah, to St. Yeah. Louis. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have an Elon Musk is a little ahead of us here. <laughs> we have an entire giant but this one has body a bell. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Well, it, obviously, it does. And if a jolly engineer. Oh my God, we took we went to film a bit on there, and they were like, no cameras. I was like, what? We just want to interview you. They're like, no, this is serious business. They got real, <laughs> we, real we, mom. We can't have this debacle documented. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I don't know, my camera guy's a college wrestler. I think he's going to yeah. probably do what he wants. So <laughs> we'll, we'll You're going to tell him no? Yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, here we go. Fair, speed three, loop trolley. Spoiler alert. An SUV is parked a little cockeyed. <laughs> <laughs> the trolley has to stop and everyone dies. That's from the black sheep. That's very, very fathomable uh, that that could happen. Fair, I can see it now. Oh, God. I wish Travis was here. Medea's Family Cookout, <laughs> Jackson Place Park in Old North City, grilling an old white woman with a photo phone. 
Medea dunking and posterizing the neighborhood hooligan and a family coming together to love. I've said too much. Must hurry to get this copyrighted. That's from TT's Pink Eye. That tickle your fancy as a I writer. like it. I yeah, like it. I think good. they missed an opportunity to powder coat the grill they were barbecuing on. Oh! Uh, just a little. If they coating. had that product placement, I think that's the winner. Man, like, and you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and you know what? If they wanted uh, pet food delivered, they could call Pet Once St. Louis West. <laughs> in the middle of their uh, their cookout. You could feed the dogs. Pet Once St. Louis West. There's their uh, logo. Oh, my God. Fresh, local, delivered. Pet Once St. Louis West. Check them out online, guys. Uh, and this is a short one. I like it, though, and I'm going to have to explain it to TK. So people speak uh, an interesting way here, and we don't realize it sometimes. But if you ever go back and watch The Office, pay attention to Phyllis, who's from here. Mm -hmm. The way she says her R's, she's like, so if we say popcorn, like oh, that's yeah, something. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, And you'll never be able to forget it. So f this is from uh, TB. Fast and Furious, Farty Far Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't local humor funny whenever it's explained before? I got it. I <laughs> yeah. got it. I'm no, on board. that's good. I, I'm a fan of that one. That's from uh, it's from TB. That'll do it for submissions day. Who's getting 25 bucks to Anthony's Gardner? Start us off. Who are you voting? For? I got Ran Ronky. Ran Ronky. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna vote for the last one uh, from TB. Uh, Fast and Furious, Farty Far Nights. It was short, sweet. I enjoyed it. What about you? Oh man. I mean. I'm not going to break the tie here. I got to go with Medea. I, I think You're going with the Medea because move. it was an in-depth. Yeah, it, it was. was. A, that was a, a well-pitched movie. I agree. I probably, could see it. Guest probably is the tiebreaker. Guest is the tiebreaker. Yeah. He's oh, an actual shit. staff writer. He picked the best writing. Congratulations to TT's Pink Eye. You won twenty-five dollars. Anthony's Taverna on the Hill. Wow, that was a lot of fun, guys. TK Kelly, everybody. Blast having you in, man. Dude, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I really appreciate was. it. Download Movie Night Podcast wherever you get yeah, your podcast. And uh, if you happen to be in Chicago, D.C., Kentucky, Florida, TK will be performing all throughout the U.S. over the next couple weeks. So we're excited about that. Uh, big shout out to Travis, who will join us back tomorrow. We've got a fun week ahead. A lot of fun guests. All kinds of good people. The intern will be back tomorrow. What do you got, Gardner? And Travis will have his weekly Travu tomorrow. we got something fun. Uh, what is it? Jewish weddings. Oh. Travis went to his first Jewish wedding. And, and now he's reviewing them as a whole? He's going to review like them it. as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. he's a black dude. So <laughs> yeah. He can, he can uh, do whatever he wants. <laughs> uh, so we'll be sure to get to that tomorrow. That'll be a blast. Uh, big thanks to St. Louis Counseling Services. Check out their podcast, Mental Health Matters, that records right here in these studios. St. Louis Counseling, improving lives since 1955. That's right for your business. Individual counseling needs, they can help you out. And big thanks to all of our sponsors. And, uh, and again, to TK Kelly for Gardner. My name is Chris Denman. It's We Are Live. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. Whenever I get done, say peace really loud into the mic when I'm done. Uh, and check out midcoast.media for more information. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Peace!